Diabetes is common and treatable, and recognizing the signs and symptoms can help with early diagnosis. And joining me today to tell us about diabetes, the treatment options, and more is Dr. Tufail Ajaz. He's the medical director of Genesis Endocrinology. This is Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. I'm Scott Webb. Doctor, thanks so much for your time today. I know that uh, diabetes is common, right? And a lot of folks have it. Uh, some know they have it, some are undiagnosed. So we're gonna talk today about diabetes, signs, symptoms, diagnosis, how to manage it and so on. But just as a baseline here as we get rolling, uh, how do you diagnose diabetes? So the typical sign and symptoms of diabetes include like patient will be urinating a lot, they'll be feeling more thirsty, they may have increase in their appetite, they may be losing weight. So those would be the typical symptoms of uh, diabetes. Now, we diagnose diabetes with three different kind of tests. If they are fasting, blood sugar is 126 or above, there's one of the diagnosis. Or we do what we call two hours glucose tolerance test. In that test, if they're glucose two hours after the glucose load is more than 200, then that's also consistent with diabetes. And there is a third test, we call it hemoglobin A1C. If that is 6.5 or above, that's also diagnostic of diabetes. All right, so that's good uh, jumping off point there. So I think my natural follow-up is who's at the greatest risk for diabetes, whether that's behavior, lifestyle, family history, I'll let you cover all that, but who should be most concerned about developing diabetes? So there are two kinds of diabetes, type 1 and type 2. 10% of diabetes is type 1 diabetes, and there are really no risk factors. It's an autoimmune disease, but the most common type of diabetes is type 2 diabetes. So there are several risk factors for developing type 2 diabetes. Family history is important. Anybody with history of type 2 diabetes in the family should be checked for type 2 diabetes. Anybody who is obese or overweight should also be checked for diabetes. Then as we grow older, the risk of type 2 diabetes increases. And if they have some other conditions like polycystic ovary syndrome or if they take some medicines like steroids, then these kind of people are at higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Yeah, and when we think about lifestyle choices, sort of behavior and lifestyle, right? So uh, what factors are alcohol, smoking, those types of things that folks kind of do to themselves? Can they make things worse? Can they sort of nudge people towards developing diabetes? Smoking, in addition to bad diet and not doing enough exercise, smoking is a risk factor for type 2 diabetes. And when patients do develop diabetes and if they don't quit smoking, it's difficult to control their diabetes. Too much alcohol consumption can also contribute to diabetes. So smoking, it's definitely not recommended. It should be stopped. And once you develop diabetes, if somebody is still smoking, they are at higher risk of developing diabetes. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about diet for folks who've been diagnosed with diabetes. Why is managing a diet so important or good diets so important in managing diabetes? Once somebody is diagnosed with diabetes, diet is very important and that's the first thing we need to do. We need to change our diet. A diet that is not healthy definitely will increase blood sugars and it will make it very difficult to manage diabetes with medicines. So a healthy diet is extremely important. There are different parts of a diet. There are starches, proteins, and fats. So starches or carbohydrates should be taken in moderation. We recommend to avoid simple starches like 
sugars and juices, pop, those kind of things should be definitely avoided. Other starches like white bread should also be taken in moderation. And then proteins, which is mostly chicken, fish, and meat, they don't have sugars or starches, so they can be used as needed. And then fats and oil should be also consumed in moderation. And vegetables, most of them don't have any bad carbohydrates or starches, and then they can be taken as needed. Let's talk about checking blood sugar. I know that the technology has come a long way between watches and implantables and smartphones and all of that. Let's talk about the importance of checking blood sugar if you have diabetes and how folks are doing that now. So extremely important to check blood sugars on a daily basis. Now, uh, in the office, like every three months, we do a test that's called hemoglobin A1C that tells us about diabetes control. But what patients can do at home is either their finger sticks, which is the old way. So depending on uh, if they're on pills or insulin, uh, we tell them like how many times they need to check their blood sugars. And now more recently, we use a device that's called continuous glucose monitor. Patient attach it to either to their arm or abdomen for two weeks, and then that will check their sugars continuously. They don't need to do finger sticks anymore. That device has a lot of information. It's helpful for us. And when patients are more aware of their sugars, they are more careful with their diet and their activity. And we see all the time that just using that continuous glucose monitor improves their diabetes significantly because they are aware of what's going on. So they put it on their arm or their abdomen, right? But then they're able to see their blood sugar, see the numbers in real time, right? On their watches or maybe on their phones, right? That's correct. Yeah. So either there is a device which they can use, or if they have a smartphone, they can continuously look at their smartphone and they can see in which direction their sugar is going after meals and after exercise. So patients tell us all the time that now they know which meals will increase their sugars, how much. So they have been more careful now. We've talked about managing diets, eating better, cutting out smoking, things like that. Let's talk about exercise, the types of exercise, the amount of exercise. What do you recommend? Yeah, so when somebody is diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, we recommend they should lose at least 5% of their body weight. That's the starting point. And of course, they should always try to go towards the ideal body weight, which is a BMI of less than 25. So at least they should walk 30 minutes a day for at least five days a week. That's the minimum. That's the starting point. And of course, then can do more exercise if they need to lose more weight. But that's the minimum. This has been really helpful today. As we wrap up here, doctor, what are some things that folks with diabetes should watch out for? So they know they have diabetes. Now, what do they need to be on the lookout for? Diabetes can cause many complications. So it can cause problems in your eyes and which can lead up to blindness. They can develop kidney failure. So we check for all those different tests. We want them to see an eye doctor at least once a year. So if there is any diabetic damage in the eyes, that we can treat it promptly. And then in the feet, patient can develop what we call diabetic neuropathy. So they lose their sensations and also they develop peripheral arterial disease. So the blood supply to the feet decreases. In that case, they become more prone to infections. And since they don't have sensations in their feet, they can easily develop cuts and ulcers on their feet. And because of the less blood supply and less sensations, they can develop infections, which are very difficult to treat. So in some of the extreme cases, they may require amputations of their toes or feet. 
So it's very important to look at your feet regularly to make sure patients don't get any cuts or ulcers on their feet. They're supposed to see a foot specialist, a podiatrist regularly, and then they're supposed to wear not very tight-fitting shoes, rather nice soft shoes, which will be easy on their feet. Well, that's perfect. Great advice from an expert today. Doctor, thanks so much. You stay well. Thank you. And for more information, visit genesishcs.org. And thanks for listening to Sounds of Good Health with Genesis, brought to you by Genesis Healthcare System. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well.